In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. This is Dan the Dad, and you should listen to Raw and Order, or uh, you're grounded. Welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Booking Institute. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I am joined, as always, by my partner in crime fighting, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm experiencing buttery goodness. Mm -hmm. I'm picking Twizzlers out of my teeth. So, I mean, this is totally... We're eating Dan the Dad-style snacks. You didn't have chocolate... You got a couple nope. Twizzlers. I yeah, mean, Twizzlers. crackers. Twizzlers are fat free. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I mean, crackers are not that sugar fat. free. Fat <laughs> accounts for anything. Anyways. Um, no JLB today. Apparently, he uh, got called in for overtime at work. And, you know, I don't know. Dollar bills more important than this stream, I guess. Y'all dollar bills, y'all. Go out to the Montreal strip clubs, and they probably don't make it rain like that. They handled it really nicely. Here you go. Thank you. Sorry, you have to do this. Ooh, I just realized something. This is new. What? StreamYard just enabled a new feature called background music. Well, that's not terrifying background music. Yeah. Oh, there's a bunch of them here. That was just the first one I clicked on. Maybe maybe we can examine it later. Yeah, I just literally I just got distracted by a shiny new little toy. It's a new where did that come from? Okay, I'll stop. Anyways, uh, that's not really showing cool. up I'm... my side. Well, it probably is. I'm just, I'm not... Yeah, you're just not in the right spot for it. Does, do it. It doesn't give you the ability to upload your own, it looks like. So you have your choice of the uh, eight or so that it has here. But anyways, you didn't come here to hear us talk about StreamYard, although it is important to note, link in the doobly-doos if you are looking to start live streaming. StreamYard is an excellent way to do it. And... If you sign up using our affiliate link, you get $10 and we get some money. So, you know, it helps us both out, you know. So, uh, in the doobly-doos, link to the StreamYard. Sign up for that. Start live streaming yourself. Uh, you can multi-stream, depending on which package you have, to a bunch of locations. We currently do three. So, we are live streaming right now on Facebook, on YouTube, and now on Twitch. So, um, uh, wherever you are joining us from, thank you for joining us. Um, we appreciate you here. Welcome to the Fantasy Booking Institute. The rules of the Fantasy Booking Institute are simple. It's, uh, we're going to take turns challenging the other to book some unknown and often unlikely scenario in the world of professional wrestling. We do not discuss these in advance because we think it's more fun that way, but really because we're lazy and often don't think it up in uh, before. Team, so. 
Um, before we get into all that, I do like to mention right now that Raw and Order is part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network. So you can head and the doobly-doos once we're done with the show. You can head to uh, tatnusco.com. Check out the other shows on the network there. There's some great shows. Tell them we sent you. And then come back here because we live stream twice weekly, uh, Sunday nights at 1030 and Tuesday nights at 1030. The Sunday night one is going to be our kind of wrestling recap show. And the Tuesday night one is our fun fantasy booking one. So uh, hopefully we see some of these live streams in the future. If you can't make it to the live streams, the replays are available on YouTube and uh, Facebook. And uh, for a short Twitch period of time my... afterwards on Twitch. I think it's 15 days, actually, but it doesn't matter. They're going to stay on YouTube and Facebook, so you can find them there as well. Uh, but we'd appreciate you give us a follow on whatever platform you do. Or, you know, all three. Makes sense. Um, great way there. But uh, you can find all the places to listen to it. We also have it as podcast form. So if you're more of an audio person, want to listen to it while you're jogging or whatever. All sorts of places you can listen to it. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. All all of those are linked in the doodly-doos as well. So uh, we'll go ahead and get into the fantasy booking. I always open it up to the floor to see if the others want to go first. Um, or if it is me first. You think, you think JLB? JLB, you want to go first? JLB, you want to go first? J- oh, yes, I totally want to go first. Okay, JLB is going first. <laughs> uh, all right. I, I, so I have a little bit longer one. That's fine. I, I want you to, I, I mean, I, I, there's only two of us, so um, I'll go first then. Okay. At the beginning of the show, we talked about the, um, the, Unlikely, or uh, I'm sorry, the 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 challenges are unknown and often unlikely. Well, we're gonna actually have an often unlikely Royal Rumble. We're not okay. gonna try and predict people who will randomly show up. We're gonna predict unlikely people to be in Royal Rumble to have their own Royal Rumble. The key to this is they do have to be people that if. We, we, we can't just go with, you know, Kenny Omega. Um, you can't just load it up with AEW stars because they're already contracted there. Now, you can throw in some, but we need to we need to try and be realistic that WWE would pursue said people and would not be violating contracts to do so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fair. Would you like to go first or second? Because I, I looks like I'm playing the role of JLB tonight. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll go first, and I will be the first one to bend the rule but not break it because um, there is one person that, that a name that goes out there that's already been thrown out there as potential and been debunked by, by a certain um, uh, uh, Meltzer. Um, whether you believe him or not, I don't know. But um, that is uh, Cody Rhodes. Unlikely, yes, but he's got a connection to WWE, and that's why I think it doesn't break the rule; it just bends it. He's also currently, reportedly, not under contract. Correct. Whether that's a, a shooter or not, we'll, we'll talk about later. But 
Hold on, I, um, I'm opening a spreadsheet. Um, good lord, it's called Sheets. Where's it at? There it is, Sheets. I don't need a new one. All right. Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> this will not be in position order. We'll actually let this randomly place our positions for us. And then we can have some fun. Actually playing okay. the Royal Rumble. So, um, also unlikely um, and not under contract right now. Um, I'm going to go with, well, I guess he did just sign a contract, but it's an indie contract, um, unless this company is no longer considered indie, uh, Matt Cardona. Okay. Yeah. As, as far as I know, he's not actually under a full contract with any one company. He's, he's, um, so still like indie. That. yeah, still indie. That's, that's obviously why we're making this a men's world rumble too, which women can show up for, but yeah. Because he's showing up on both Impact and GCW and um, wherever he kind of wants to. So, um, okay. okay, I um, trying to think here. What would be? Oh wait, hold on a second. Hey, look, we got our first blocked user of the night. Boom. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, my spreadsheet's going to be in the way you're going to have to be user of the night. I just saw it and I was like, hey, let's get rid of that real quick. Um, I think this one might be um, another one of those sort of bending the rules, but I think sort of not. Um, okay. So I'll, I'll let you decide. But that is Brian Cage. That's probably soon to be a free agent. I mean, I just don't want to live in. Yeah. Well, let's just name AEW's roster. Mm-hmm. This yeah. isn't an and, AEW. and that's and that's more or less what I'm what I'm trying to do here. This is a wrestler who, as far as we know, is probably going to be a free agent very soon. Um, it's also a wrestler that WWE probably would want to get their hands on, right? So that's why what I play that on. So. Returning from being let go, John Morin. Okay. We'll 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 keep on that same um uh same energy there. Braun Strowman. Who, who? To be perfectly honest, if there's if there's a, a former WWE that was fired in the last two years, uh, that I think would be fairly likely to show up. He's pretty high. That's probably pretty, yeah. I mean, that's actually that's that's it lands in often unlikely, 
mm-hmm. but it doesn't land entirely in him. Like, like I, um, I would probably not be super surprised if he showed up. We are going to break a rule that people are going to get heartbroken about, but we're going to take a legend. This legend is going to be in the often unlikely Royal Rumble. One, The Rock. Capable of of doing it. If he was going to come back, he'd come back to WWE. Often unlikely he'll come back for the Royal Rumble in 2022. I'm trying to decide whether I want to do this one or not because I really don't want to, but I think it makes a lot of sense, especially since apparently he's recently mended bridges with WWE, even though um, they fired him. And even though he just recently appeared on another promotion, uh, Double J, Jeff Jarrett. Listen, he can come in, he can do his whole... Woohoo! J E double F, J A double R E double T, all that stuff, and then get eliminated, and maybe Elkabong someone outside the ring afterwards and get the pop. But I don't. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. <sighs> no sir, I don't like it. No sir, I don't like it. Um. I am going to go with another indie wrestler, and I am going to type Jonathan Gresham, who I think is highly unlikely, highly unlikely, Mm -hmm. Um, I think would be a lot of fun to watch in the Royal Rumble, twisting people. I think he's that little stacked... He'd get a lot of people over. I don't think he'd win it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that that's a really good move for them. Trying to trying to think where I want to go next. Okay, we're going to stay in the realm of a recently released wrestler. Um, One who really, really, really wants to stay in WWE and um, has not uh, been able to stay, no matter how hard he tried. But this is going to be a twist. Because he's not going to show up in his WWE gimmick. We are talking about Rockstar Spud. But it's it's specifically Spud showing up. Mm-hmm. That's the specific thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um. Yeah, I'm going to do this. Um, 
I'm going to do an AEW contracted non-wrestler who can wrestle. Um, and he's just so big and powerful. And, and there's going to be so many people in this that, that he needs to induct as well into the Hall of Pain. One Mark Henry. That is 10, my friends. We only have 20 to go. Okay. Well, here's here's one that's extremely unlikely for lots of reasons. Um, the most the current one is he's rehabbing a broken leg, so he wouldn't be able to make it to this one. But I think you would not be surprised to hear me say the name Dan. But Danhausen in a Royal Rumble come out. Do a couple of his sticks in there. Eventually get eliminated. Throw a little fit. It'd be fun. I'm going to use a person that I think is likely to, at some point in their career, be in WWE. I do not think it will be now. I don't think it will actually be over the next couple of years. But I just think that there's something about this person that irritates me enough and... The way they cut promos pisses me off enough and annoys me enough that I think that there's absolutely no way this person won't land in, in WWE at some point. And I know there's a ton of people out there who are thinking, oh, he's going to say MJF. Well, that's just fucking cheating and breaking his own rules. And it's actually not MJF. I cannot fucking stand Sammy Callahan. And for that reason, I think he's bound to end up in, in, in WWE at some point. So well, and he does have again. a WWE connection because he was Jeremiah Crane or whatever. No, Jeremiah Crane wasn't. Anyways, Solomon Crow. I don't know. He was something whatever. down in NXT. I'm blanking on it. Um, I had someone and then talking about uh, him, I totally blanked. Um Okay, well we're gonna we're gonna match things up. You already have Matt Cardona making an appearance. We're gonna bring his buddy Brian Myers in. Fair enough. Okay, um, everybody's been sitting back waiting, looking for the opportunity to see this performer show up somewhere. They were recently let go. Um, they show back up in WWE just for a one-off appearance because everybody needs money. Jeff Hardy.
Thank you. Ah, heck, it makes sense. And um, it only bends a rule slightly. Um, you brought her hubby in, so we're going to bring in Jordan Grace. I like it. She's she's the powerhouse. She's it's that Maybe. rare valuable appearance, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um I think it's time to open that forbidden door. I mean, this is loaded with forbidden doors that are open. I'm, I'm talking about the overseas forbidden door. And one Suzuchka Okada. I so spelled that wrong. ADA? ADA. Okada. You know, while we're going overseas, let's bring an Osprey in. <laughs> hey. Might as well bring some big dogs in or big birds in. Big, big, big bird. Um, <laughs> wow. You, I mean, we're just loading this bad boy up. Um,. Um, I, I'd like to see the see a Royal Rumble match go a little bit more hardcore than it's ever gone, and so I think suddenly we're gonna have Joey Janela. With a bag of Legos. Okay. Um, We're going to keep it in the um, hardcore realm with a unlikely, but actually less likely uh, than some of the others considered. He's actually rumored right now. Uh, I think it's I think it's mostly wishful thinking, but um, people people have been thinking about him ever since Matt Cordona came out wearing a fuck Mick Foley shirt. So we're gonna have it'll come out in Mankind. That'll be the one way to do it, but. Mick Foley. Please do not come back and be in the Royal Rumble after Joey Janela gets in. You can come out. You can be eliminated quickly. Um, moving forward. Okay. Wow. This is number 20. 
not the 20th entrant, but number 20 on our list. Um, I think now is the time that uh, I, I remind you that you failed to bring back a guy who you really are excited to see sometime soon, potentially tomorrow, on Johnny Football. Johnny Manziel? <laughs> Sorry, Johnny Wrestling. Wrestling. He's Johnny Manziel is going to be my next choice now. <laughs> well, we don't have a celebrity yet, so <laughs> uh, Johnny Wrestling uh, Gargano. <laughs> we should throw in a little, little curveball that we have to have obvious not winning celebrity because The Rock falls under celebrity but could win if he was in it so well i i'll do a one for each of us i'll do a celebrity choice and an entry or two uh but right now i'm gonna hit another thing that we haven't hit in this particular royal rumble and that is the um tag teams that will obviously turn on each other at some point um and so here's a guy who currently is a free agent um and currently has been in in the 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 twitter sphere realm um we're gonna bring in bully ray or bubba ray and then i'm telegraphing who my next choice will be if he's available yeah in between the two Going with another retiree, somebody who could very, very, very potentially win this. Go to WrestleMania, put on a phenomenal match. Um, but Ray Wyatt, dude, you can come up. You can show up anywhere you want now. Mm-hmm. We're waiting. Okay, and just to rip the Band-Aid off, Brother Devon, get the table. In fact, that would actually be a really fun way to eliminate someone. Before they get in, they set up the table on the outside, and then he turns on Bubba Ray and throws him out over the top rope through a table. Yeah, just get his little comeuppance for saying shit. Mm-hmm. That's, that's fine yep. by me. Um, also, in the highly unlikely category semi-celebrity but not actual celebrity for me uh, I am going to bring uh, back Devon's protege Deacon Batista who is not retired from wrestling Dave Batista is but Deacon is not I'm getting specific that it's going to be Deacon. I know it's terrible. I'm sorry. No, I've I've got an idea. I'm just trying to decide whether I want to actually do it. Are you going to celebrity yet? Yeah. There are five choices left. I'm sorry, six. Yeah. the The problem with with uh with the celebrity is. You kind of want to choose someone that you are okay if they get hurt because they will be going over that top rope. And well, I'm not sh- 
They can pull uh, uh, Drew Carey and climb over on their own. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I I will tell you right now, if I say this name, you will see why they probably can't climb over the top rope to escape. Um, Is this somebody without legs? Because that's fucked up. Nope. Nope. Fuck it. I'm doing it. Peter Dinklage. Help me out. Tyrion Lannister. Little guy. Oh. I can spell that right. Anyway. I'm going to... I'm going to let a television show that was just renewed for a fifth season on it on Netflix um, have its moment to jump the shark. And we are going to put karate up against <laughs> up against professional wrestling. I thought you were going to say something there for a second. And we're going to have one Ralph Macchio. Yeah, I was trying to figure out whether you were going to go with Annie or Johnny. Oh, I mean, who do we want? Who do we want to see get hurt worse? If you watch the show, you want to see Ralph Macchio. Really, I mean, I'd love to have it be Sensei Crease, but and I don't know his real name in real life, so. Um, I'm trying to think if there's another celebrity I want to throw in there just to to have a little bit more fun. I, here's here's a good throwaway celebrity. Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut. If I'm correct, Joey Chestnut. Isn't that the hot dog guy? Hot dog contest guy? Oh. Check to be certain. I say that name and then I'm like, um, is that the right name? Former Eater X. No, that's not right. Yep, She's Joey not... Chestnut. Okay. Former com- an American competitive eater. First in the world by Major League Eating. I honestly didn't know there was a major league eating. Oh. I think it's time to bring back an authority. I think there would be a huge pop for this authority figure showing up. Um, And since they're going to be an authority figure slash an entrant in this... Hopefully your heart's okay. We're going to have Triple H. I thought about Triple H earlier. I really did. But I will say highly unlikely this year. Yes. I don't think he's been in his last Rumble. That I will also say. Yeah, as, long, as long as his heart gets gets yeah. okay. Yeah. Um...
think we need another big guy in here. So I'm going to grab someone who's under contract someplace, uh, but it is someplace that has at least shown they're willing to work a little bit. And that is Moose. That's on the cusp of that stealing too many people. Well, the way I the way I argue, he is the current Impact World Champion and the current Impact Women's World Champion is actually in the Women's Royal Rumble this year. Oh, Mickey James, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they've shown that they're willing to play ball. That, so this entire time, have you been like really, really tempted to go like for Karrion Cross, and then you're like, I just don't want to do that to him. Yeah. I just don't want to do that to him. So I'm looking through releases that I think maybe, maybe there's a future with them still in WWE. Um... And I think I found it. Yeah. All right. So since this is the last entrant into the often highly unlikely Royal Rumble. I believe this will be a great, great person to have in here. And I'm going to bring Bo Dallas back to Bo Wrestling. I believe I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky. All right. So I have my numbers put on the side, and I am trying to remember how to random number generate this. It is the opposite of sword. How do you do opposite of sword? You know how to do this. You, sh- you can just tell me. I got to be honest. I haven't done it in so long. I don't remember. Give me a second here. Hold on. I'm looking. Where's the help? There's the help. Randomized range. There we go. Boom. Got it. Done. Okay. You ready? I think I can sort these by this column. Sort sheet A to Z. Nope. Well, that that just re-randomized it. Okay, that's all right. Here we go. The first entrant into the often unlikely Royal Rumble. 
Suzuchi Okada. I feel like he could go the limit. I mean, before before we get too far, I think it's realistic to actually say Suzuchi Okada is in, in a Final Four. Would you agree? He's definitely got the talent for it. The tough thing with him is we did put some big guys in there that he's going to have to deal with, and he's obviously going to have that that um, that uh, rivalry with Osprey mm-hmm. that's current and a target on his back from the beginning because he's the outsider. So, yeah. Uh, number two entrant into this is one John Morrison. He'll be there long enough to do uh, at least one miraculous save and then <laughs> get unceremoniously so eliminated later. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to do my rant that I do every year at the Royal Rumble. One of these times, you're going to have to have the guy who does the miraculous save actually win. Yes. You're, yeah, you you've had him fail. It. You've had him fail at the miraculous save. Mm-hmm. But there, there does need to be a time where they actually win. Yes, you know, because because so often, ninety percent of the time, in fact, I'm willing to predict it happens this week, right? Uh, there's going to be someone, maybe Kofi. Kofi, uh, he's the most and likely. Katanzaro, Katanzaro, and the girls, if she ends up being in it. Uh, um, it might not be Kofi because they do have Reggie right now. Yeah, Reggie is another good option. Yes, uh, they're gonna do do some miraculous thing that stops them from getting eliminated. They're gonna get back in the ring, and less than two minutes later, they are just gonna get unceremoniously booted out. So, that's my prediction. Anyways, so uh, I, I the the I think the the high point for me right now, and that these two are in the ring, is. We are going to get at least 60 seconds of what would be a banger match by itself. Mm-hmm. And so that's a really big plus to this, too. I feel like I feel like this is a really great way to start here. Uh, number three on this, um, I feel like there's only one way to introduce how this person is going to come out, and that is, let me in. Bray mm-hmm. um, Wyatt is back at number three, which probably means he's not finishing it. But he's probably not finishing it because he has a feud with Braun, and Braun throws him out. And there's there's an existing long term feud there that really plays very very well. So he could go fairly far into this, uh, depending on where Braun's at. Uh, number four, which I can see and you can't, which is great. Number four, um, I am so excited for these first four that I, I have to admit I I kind of wish. Um, I kind of wish this was actually happening because at number four, we have Jeff Hardy. Um, so we've got some flippy dudes. We've got one of the most performed talented wrestlers in the world. We've got um, one of the most over wrestlers of 2020 and, tw- and the most over wrestler of 2019 um, in this already. So this is pretty cool. Um, I said over, I didn't say best wrestler of 2019 or 2020. It's most over. Uh, in number five position, um, we have The Rock. And at number six, we have Will Ospreay. So at this juncture, we have two of the best wrestlers in the world, a guy who, who is one of the better performers in the world, a guy who does some great flippy news, and probably Will Ospreay, well, two guys that do great flippy news, 
um, in Morrison and Hardy. We've had rivalries, and more. And Osprey is literally in the ring with two guys that he looks up to and says, "You know, those were those were guys I wanted to model myself after." Um, and even more than that, you've got two guys in the ring who have solid WWE ties, and two guys in the ring who don't. Yes. So we've got some pretty decent rivalry. Randomness does tend to work out pretty well for us here. Um, so that's number six. Number seven is Moose. I think there's an entire WWE audience that gets exposed to a person they've never even thought of seeing at this point. Well, and I, and this this sets up actually a really good thing that would happen here is Moose facing off with The Rock. Yes, face to face, making The Rock look tiny. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily weak because the rock's probably a little more stacked than moose, but um, yeah, it looked tiny. Um, number eight, we've got Devon Dudley, who sets up a table on the outside on his way. Yeah, almost room. immediately. Yeah, like um, number nine, you have Rockstar Spud, who comes in, stands on said table, mm-hmm. and does the pose for like thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. While a version of Living on a Prayer um, that's been heavily modified to not um, infringe copyright plays. Correct. Um, and at this point, I think we can probably eliminate a wrestler. Uh, but we'll, st- we'll do uh, a few eliminations at number 10. Um, and at number 10, we have Joey Janela. So, in the first 10, again, we have Suzuchika Okada, uh, followed by John Morrison, followed by Bray Wyatt, followed by, who was number four, Jeff Hardy, number five, The Rock, Will Ospreay, um, Moose, uh, Devon Dudley, Rockstar Spud, and then coming in in the 10th spot is Joey Janela with his bag of Legos. At this juncture, who can we who can we take two of them out? Can we say a couple yeah. of them are eliminated? I think once Moose gets in, there has to be three or four maybe to do. Yeah, I would I, say Jeff Hardy's probably out by this point. Yeah, Jeff Hardy probably goes out fairly fast. To be perfectly honest, uh, Rockstar Spud. As much as I love him, the is an early Rumble's, elimination when he gets in. Yeah, Royal Rumble's a, a not a not a good position for him. So, not, But I do think that he's the type of guy, especially in that character, that Rockstar Spud character, to roll in the ring, get up, run across the ring, realize he's in hell, get out of the ring, go hide. Mm-hmm. Possibly. So there's a maybe there. So there's a chance he's a false elimination. Yeah. But we'll hold on to that in our back pocket. So I would say Jeff, Jeff Hardy's out. Um, the Rock... Being in the movies that he's in, I, I think that face-off with Moose mm-hmm. is where where you sell Moose yeah. um, as the future of it. 100% and, agree. And The Rock is out at this juncture. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know there's people out there going, what? How do you get rid of The Rock that quickly? It's not on purpose. Mm-hmm. You have him jaw-jack uh, jaw with, uh, with Bray Wyatt a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, here's the deal. He could be jaw-jacking with... You know, he has the face-off with Moose, then he then he goes off and he's fighting with someone, uh, and Moose comes and just clotheslines him over the top rope. Yeah. You know? I just think that there's some of these older guys you got to get rid of fairly quickly. I, we want to keep Devon in until Bubba Ray, so 
Yeah. Uh, he's saved by the fact that Bubba Ray's not in yet. At number 11, Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano, comes into the ring, um, dressed as Johnny Football in a Johnny Football jersey. <laughs> How fun would that be? Um, number 12, got to find it on the list here. This is a uh, car crash in the background. We have... Mick Foley, Mankind, come down to the ring. Um, this, I think, actually, if The Rock is eliminated before 10, um, have him kind of sit there, you know, as, as oh, I can't believe I'm eliminated. I can't believe I'm eliminated. If you're going to have Mick Foley that, that soon come out, um, I think you can easily have him, The Rock, like, take off his boot and hand Mick Foley his sock. <sighs> And have it be a Mr. Socko sock. Just to throw that little homage there, that wink wink. Yeah. So um number twelve. Oh, that was twelve. Number thirteen. Unlucky number thirteen is you have to believe. Um, this is great because Bray Wyatt's still in the ring, so you can have that uh unlikely team up of the brothers. Because we don't have to play kayfabe. We can play a little bit of kayfabe, but we don't have to play kayfabe. Anything you want to do special after hearing those? Mm, nothing jumps out at me just yet. So. Okay. Because this is our first celebrity entrant that is a pure celebrity entrant. One Ralph Macchio at number 14. Coming out in a Miyagi-Do Gi. Mm -hmm. Um, number 15, I'm looking for it on here, and that is Deacon Batista. So now we have Devon feeling like he has um, a significant lead here. You could even have Devon come out as, as Brother Devon. Is that what he was? Brother mm -hmm. Peace, Priest Devon? Yeah. Pope Devon? And Deacon Batista comes out, and everybody's like, oh, we're not going to get the Dudley boys. That's sad. And they can well, tag, get together yeah. and start eliminating people. And this is a place where they can eliminate a few people. Um, you know, I mean, I, I I like Bo, but he's probably not going to last long. No, no. So, so Bo could get eliminated. Um, Might even be a good point for a double team to eliminate one of the bigger guys. I think Bray Wyatt can go out here. I think mm -hmm. at a point you have to choose whether Suzuki Okada and Will Ospreay um, are both going to go out or if they're going to stay for a while. Um, you know, I feel like uh, I feel like uh, Deacon Batista could be a really good quick way to get rid of Ralph Macchio. Um, but have him pull off a kick. Uh, Joey Janela, um, you know, obviously. I think I think you give Joey Janela one elimination. And I think he's the one who eliminates uh, uh, Ralph Macchio. Okay. Uh, I no, just kind of think that's, that's a fun, fun, humorous thing. They can be in the middle of the ring. All the people are fighting in the corners in the middle of the ring. Uh uh, Ralph Macchio stands there and starts to do the crane pose. And Joey and, kicks him in the nuts. And while he's up in the crane pose, Joey just 
unleashes the bag of of Legos under his feet. <laughs> so now he can't do the crane jump. And then, yeah, Joey kicks him in the nuts and throws him over the top rope. I like it. I like so. it. Um, all right, so we said 14, 15 was Deacon Batista. Number 16, Matt Cardona. Woo, woo, woo. Chelsea, 469. Yes. And the thing is, we know if Matt Cardona comes out here, he's not going to be playing Zack Ryder. He's no, going to be Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona, yes. But he might say, woo, 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 just for the pop. And he's going to be wearing his, if Cardona wins, we riot shirt. <laughs> Number 17 um, is, got to roll through them. Finally, the Dudley boys are reunited. Bubba Ray comes out. And this is where Deacon Batista gets eliminated. Um. I think immediately Deacon Batista gets eliminated by Devon on one side, and he turns around and he, and he points points straight at Bubba Ray. Yeah! And Bubba Ray gets in, slaps him on the chest. Devon, get the tables. Devon gets out, puts, puts another table up because the other one's been broken. Mm-hmm. God knows why. Um, and at that point... Um, we get a uh, uh, he gets in and they're like trying to figure out who it is and he throws Bubba over and immediately eliminates him through a table. Yep. Number eighteen, Joey Chestnut. Yeah, he's an in and out. Yeah, yeah. He comes to the ring eating a hot dog. <laughs> right, and he gets in the ring and is immediately thrown out. It kind of makes you wish you had Otis, so Otis could steal the hot dog. <laughs> Number nineteen. Uh, scroll through here. Number nineteen is now shit's getting real. Brian Cage comes into the ring. We have Wolverine. We have Moose. I really feel like Moose is the final four. Um, mm-hmm. And I think Okada and Osprey are our final four. I think uh, Moose eliminating Brian Cage to be to create the final four is a really good move. I think we're just going to see a lot of fun stuff at that juncture. Mm-hmm. I think um, uh, Brian Cage comes in and probably eliminates one or two pretty quickly. I think this might yeah. be if we haven't eliminated Joey Janelli yet, so... That's a good spot to do that. Jelly Jelly gets out. Haven't eliminated John Morrison yet. This is a good yeah. spot for Morrison to get his mm-hmm. I got myself back into the ring, but he ain't yeah. gonna win it. We're we're not gonna follow mm-hmm. the rule that we're telling WWE they have to follow. Because no. we've only done it once. We've only booked one of these. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we're doing it right now. So well, and, tw- and here's the deal is we've still got another person in the ring who could also do something like that. Moose. Um well oh, the, the, the okay. That that's that's something that you could see an Osprey do. Yeah. yeah. Um, Truth so. be told, you can see Suzuki Okada, Rockstar Spud do those things. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Matt Cardona's pretty athletic in that sense. Yeah. Um. So Brian uh, Brian Myers comes in, and now there is a distinct advantage for Matt Cardona and Brian Myers, mm-hmm. um, especially considering 
Devon made that foolish move of getting rid of his two partners, um, one of which is a six-time former world champion, the other of which he's been a 77-time tag champion with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is where Devon goes out because mm-hmm. Matt Cardona and Brian Myers. Yep. Um, number 21 is Triple H. Um, this, because of health reasons, this has to be a fast elimination. Yep. Um, the Rock is already out. I also think there's something to be said for him since he's an authority figure, and so many of these are fired former WWE guys. Mm-hmm. They can point their finger at Triple H. We know it wasn't Triple H. None of us think that Triple H got rid of yep. all these guys. In fact, Spud I think, could organize this. I think this could be a moment where a bunch of people get together. So here's how it goes. Triple H comes down to the ring. He's got his, his water in hand. He gets to the side. He dr- takes a drink, climbs up, does the spit up. You know, and turns around, takes one step through the rope, two steps through the rope. And then Brian Myers, Matt Cardona, Rockstar Spud. Um, Sammy uh, Callahan. Sammy Callahan, maybe. Uh, Callahan's not in yet, though, I don't think. No, he's not. But no. Bray Wyatt, if he's still in. Bray Wyatt, Um, I don't think we had him eliminated. So Bray Wyatt. um, um, Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano, yep, five. Uh, If if we haven't fully eliminated John Morrison, that's six. John Morrison, yeah, six. So all six of those people are just standing there as he steps into the ring. And they just listen, whoa, 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 guys, it was Vince. And I mean, have it mic'd up. It was Vince. Mm -hmm. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. I just had heart surgery, man. Yep. And they converge on him and just all together lift him up, throw him out. Yep. And then pretty much immediately turn on each other. Because, you know. Because we were pissed, but we don't like each other either. Um, So number 22. You're excited. Dan Housen. (laughs) I don't even know where you want to go with Dan Housen. I don't. He's not going to be in long. Okay. He might try to bribe a few people, but no, he's he's going to get out pretty quickly. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's more for the entry and and he does tequila on the on the the thing and then like the tequila dance, not the <clears throat> he doesn't. Act, I mean, he might might actually do tequila, but he anyway. Number twenty three, Jonathan Gresham. Um. I feel like this is an introduction to the world moment. I really do. I feel like this is three or four um, eliminations. Um, if if Moose isn't the one eliminating Brian Cage, uh, Jonathan Gresham can be. Like show off that strength, show off that power, mm-hmm. um, and eliminate somebody big. Um, and Moose is getting tired. Maybe Moose is eliminated at this point. I don't know. He's a big dude, but big dude. He is a big dude who can do an hour long match if he wants. Mm-hmm. So. Um, 24, number 24, Sammy Callahan. Um, well, you can't eliminate Moose yet because that jaw jacking is worth it as we've seen Mm -hmm. before. Um, so number 25, Peter Dinklage. I was going to say Peter Dinklage has to be coming here soon. He's a quick elimination too. Yes. Yep. Yep. That's uh, yeah, that's a fun one for Rockstar Spud to quickly roll into the mm-hmm. ring and be like, "Ha! I'm bigger than you." 
<laughs> in fact, in fact, Rockstar spudding him in the ring. He is he is uh, proud that he's bigger than them. And then they both get eliminated at the same time by either Brian Cage or Moose. Just big guy. Just Jonathan Gresham works fine for that too. He's That's... a short dude, but mm-hmm. I like the the reason I think Moose Moose is really big and big enough that he could pick both of them up, one in each hand. And, and, and clear the top rope, and you know. He can even do it gently, just like mm-hmm. here you go. Yeah. <laughs> Number twenty six. Um, this is a life changer here, Cody Rhodes. I almost want Triple H to come out, realize the ring is filled with guys he's fired or that have been fired by WWE. Cody Rhodes comes out, and that's when Triple H is like, "Well, I'm getting in." Not thinking about the fact that all these other guys, I I are think, still there. I think I think this is where instead you play on the fact that Triple H is still a heel, and he's been eliminated already, but he hasn't left ringside, and Cody and Rhodes gets Cody in, Rhodes. and he immediately gets up and jaw jacking with Cody Rhodes on the thing and pulls Cody Rhodes over and out. Um, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, Number 27. This is the lucky one. This is one more than any other except for number 30, which is one one less. You're going to hate this. 27 will not be winning this Royal Rumble. Jeff Jarrett. (laughs) Correct. 27 will not be winning this Royal Rumble. (laughs) Number 28. This is an oh shit moment for a lot of very tired people because a fresh Braun Strowman is headed to the ring. Um, I would oh shit myself too for this. Yes. This is where we can finally clean house of a bunch of the littler guys and get down to, you know, final six-ish. Yes. Especially considering the next one that comes in, you're going to need a Braun Strowman still in there mm-hmm. to get rid of him if you're going to clear out a bunch of guys because the next one is Mark Henry. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I want to be specific. It's Hall of Pain, Mark Henry. Definitely the best character he played. One of the most entertaining versions of that. And then lucky number 30, the very last entrant into the Royal Rumble is... Do you remember who it is? We have a woman entering at oh, number 30. Jordan Grace comes in at number Jordan 30. Jordan Grace coming in at number 30. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Jordan Grace eliminate Jonathan Gresham. That would be a fun fun little thing. Surely for entertainment purposes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the deal. And what, then he what, climbs up on the ring apron, gives her a kiss, and lets <clears> her back to work. Mm-hmm. I, I would <laughs> also love to see this be... Uh, Jordan Grace eliminates one of the big men. This could be Jordan Grace eliminating Braun Braun. Strowman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm okay with that. And not not in great Collie fashion. Jordan Grace puts Braun Strowman on our shoulders Mm -hmm. and flips him out of the ring. Yep. Yeah, I'm okay with that. So, final four. We know the order there, roughly. If you have questions, you can certainly ask again. I... I humbly feel like if you're going to have between Suzuki Okada and Will Ospreay in the final two, I, I I think Osprey has to be the one. Okay. 
or in the final four in the final four Mm -hmm. so uh, i'm gonna keep uh, osprey makes it to the final four um you got anybody in particular you want in that final four i i don't mind if jordan grace is in that final four i think i think we keep jordan grace in the final four okay i think osprey jordan grace moose moose That fourth one's the, the tougher one. Um, so I don't know if we want to do Brian Cage. No, I I, 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 I feel like it's Matt Cardona. Very, very likely. In fact, nope, it's Matt Cardona. It is okay. 100% Matt Cardona. Because Matt Cardona doesn't go anywhere without... His Chelsea wife, Green. Chelsea Green. Who's in a current feud in multiple organizations mm-hmm. with Jordan Grace. With Jordan Grace. So she comes in, interferes. Final three is now Matt Cardona, Will Ospreay. And Moose. And Moose. Mm-hmm. I think this is where Matt Cardona's fucked. I think he's too busy jawjacking. Ha, we got you, ha. Um... It's great. It's entertaining. He's very good at what he does, and you will fucking hate him if you see him this way and you haven't seen him this way before. Um, but I think that 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 this is where we get Will Osprey versus Moose, which is a match I never would have made in my own head. But I love that it's how it finishes here. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is this is I was going to make this statement earlier when you when we said the guy who luckily saves himself. Um, wins the Royal Rumble. That actually happened in 1995. Shawn Michaels over British Bulldog. He was the first one to flip himself back over the ropes. Yeah, that's a skin the cat, and I don't think that's quite the same as the miraculous. Um, I understand. The miraculous that we're seeing now are like all the way out to the ground. Uh, my feet didn't touch, and I my kept feet them in didn't the air. touch. Kept it in the air, you know. Either, the new day put pancakes on the ground for me. The pancakes, or or even even the other one where he landed on Biggie's shoulders and Biggie yeah. walked him around, or the one with Morrison and I think Kofi did it later, where um, the, the they rally. walked on the barricade and, and then yeah. jumped, um, or the the handstand that Kofi yeah, the did. The Casey Catanzaro flip up. Mm-hmm. Th- those things there, I don't quite count the. The skin the cat because the skin the cat's a uh, actually relatively common move that even the yeah. Rock has done. Uh, yeah. So. So, um, but with Osprey, you could do another one of those crazy. The, and maybe this is the time to do it. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have Moose get Osprey over the top rope. They're both there, and he just he's so mad that he can't get him knocked down that he just does a backhand swing. And he knocks him so far off that he lands on the railing. Mm-hmm. And Moose cockily, arrogantly, gets back into the ring. Mm-hmm. Starts celebrating. Starts celebrating. Doesn't even watch to see where he lands. Just starts celebrating. Yeah. I, threw him I hit him so hard, I know he's been knocked mm-hmm. off. And this is this is probably Osprey's moment. Mm-hmm. I say Osprey could win this. I give it to Osprey. Boom. Osprey, the often unlikely... Royal Rumble champion. That was fun. Because it was, this is definitely not happening. Yes. 
Okay. So JLB, you missed a fun one. I, I can see you watching there on mm. Twitch. He's not he's not no. going watching on Twitch. He is not. We we can actually see who you are. Yep. Well, unless he has unless he's flower power seven twenty two. He is not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh so my my challenge um this was gonna be another one similar to yours that would go back and forth, but but I think I we think it's that. I think it's one that that actually you can do because it's not as in depth, but um okay. we've got the Royal Rumble coming up. Uh we we had war games not too long ago on uh NXT. What we haven't had is a second round of AEW Blood and Guts. Um and considering that WWE's big complaint right now was uh, against AEW is their recent gory women's match. How dare they? What better time for AEW to have a special event pay-per-view featuring both a men and a women's blood and guts match? So I want you to book the AEW Women's Blood and Guts match. Now, to remind you of the Blood and Guts rules, they're yeah, very I'm similar to, to War Games, but they're slightly different. Um, okay. Double double ring cage, right? So like that. There is a roof on the cage. That's an important difference. <clears throat> Unlike uh, War NXT. Games in a cell. Yes. Uh, two men start off, and they've got a five-minute round, and then every two minutes after, another participant entrant enters, similar to War Games, right? Match officially begins after all ten people are in the cage. The winning team is determined by making any opponent submit or surrender. That's the big difference. Pinfalls do not count. Submission only. Okay. So it is two five-person teams. Two five-person teams. I have to look up the AEW women's roster. I've looked up before, but I have to have ten that I think go as a team. Yeah, well... Two two fives that goes teams. Yes. Now I will I will give you at least one little bit of leeway. Um, for the women. Marco roster, Stunt is still listed as an AEW wrestler. I don't think his contract is up yet, but I think it's up soon. So, um, but what I was going to say is, I am going to um allow appearances by. Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling. Um, Impact? Uh, Impact, yes. Um, okay. If if you want to. Okay. Uh, but the current women's roster... 8, 10, 12, 14, There's enough. There's 16, enough. 18, 20, 22, 24 women currently on the AEW women's roster. All right, so I, I think the obvious first move to this, the one who can uh, draw the most eyes 
and uh, and create a a unified opposition is Dr. Br- Britt Baker, DMD, um, Jamie Hader, and Rebel are going to be on a team. At that juncture, they are going to be um, enlisting some assistant assistance, and so. Um, I am going to say that legit Layla Hirsch is looking for a place to be in this world. And I think that she's shown that reason. Uh, I don't want to do legit Layla Hirsch. I'm going to do, um, I'm going to do Bunny and Penelope Ford. There are also heels. Um, and I just think you have a super heel faction there. What are your thoughts? No, it always works if you have a super heel faction. So it makes okay. sense. For the other faction, um, I'm going to have, obviously, there's a united front against Britt Baker and Ty Conti, Thunder Rosa, and Anna Jay right now. Um, they would enlist some help. They're, they're going to go to Chris Statlander who is a united front in anti God dang this is this might be easier than I thought. Uh yeah, Chris Stanlander and Ruby Soho. I think they might even be building to this. Quite possibly. That's crazy. So how would it go down? How would it go down? Well, obviously Britt Baker is going to make sure that she's the fresh one. Um, the person who's going to start for her team is going to be Rebel. The person that's going to start for um, the other team is going to be Chris Statlander. Um, and and they're going to have those philosophies. The one One's going to approach with the philosophy of have your best fresh and the good guys are going to have the philosophy of beat the crap out of everybody as they come in because we have to beat the crap out of everybody <laughs> to be able to get them in or, so that we have an advantage once once everybody's in. Um, but that advantage is going to quickly disappear as Jamie Hayter will be the second one to go into the ring. And you will have Rebel and Jamie Hayter versus Chris Statlander. Um, coming in to help Chris get some survival, some some room to breathe, um, will be. Uh, what will happen is they'll open the cage and every one of them will want to come out, and the one that will sneak out will be Ty Conti. She'll be the one who gets out first. She'll have you know her existing feud with Rebel and. Uh, Jimmy Hader and and just really want to be in there helping out. Um, from there, um, Britt Baker is going to send Penelope Ford out, um, and then again Ruby Soho is going to come out quickly. Um, no, it would be Anna J if if uh, is already out. Anna J will will go out there and say that's my best friend, and so she'll get out there and go out there. Uh, then it will be uh, 
obviously Britt Baker is going to send Bunny out because Britt Baker is going to be the last one in. You save your best for last. And at that point, uh, Ruby Soho will come out. Um, finally, we get Britt Baker and for um, Team Good Guys, Thunder Rosa comes out. Because of the order in which they came in, you really you really don't have a distinct advantage that shows up there. Um, but what you do have is as soon as the cage gets locked, you have a Serena Deeb come in and start throwing in weapons. So even though she's not in the match, Serena Deeb really wants to see all of these people die because she's psychotic and it's a wonderful character. So the weapons obviously favor Rip Baker DMD's team. Um, you, also, the fact that it's a submission match favors Britt Baker DMD's team. Um, I'm going to say Britt Baker actually gets the win. The bad guys get the win with Britt Baker getting the win. Um, they they just managed to keep everybody else busy enough that uh, that she can. Who do I want her to put it on though? She puts it on. I'm going to say Ruby Taps for the first time in her career or in AEW. Okay. But yeah, I mean, you're right. This very well might be where they're, where they're going for. Um, I, I feel it's very, very likely that AEW has a blood and guts match waiting in the wings. For um and whether it's a women's match or not yet i don't know but but they've they you know it's too good of a concept for them to not they've got faction warfare down pat right now mm-hmm. and so much so that we have three factions that we just talked about and two people that are feuding with two of those separate factions that are pals that aren't really in a faction in ruby soho and chris statlander they're in um, Statlander's in a faction, just not that, not a women's faction. Yeah. Um, and and both of those, all of those people are feuding, in a faction, but not against the bad guys. Like bad guys aren't against bad guys, and good guys aren't against good guys. And so you really do have the five team, five person faction, set up already. Um, surprisingly. Um, I I really think this is might actually be right around the corner, which is a surprise. Mm -hmm. So, when was the last blood and guts? Let's find out. Because I know it was originally supposed to be about this time, uh, but then the pandemic came. When was it? Because it ended up getting pushed off. And it ended up going May 5th of 2021. So May, let's say May, early May of this year. That's only a few months away. Right? Four months? They could be building towards that. 
definitely. But, anyways. Sorry, my other chair was hurting my ass and making too much noise. No, I hear that. Chairs are a bitch. Um, but on that note, we're going to probably end up uh, ending this earlier than we normally do. Just because uh, it's just the two of us. Um, just the just two, two of us. us. We, could, we could keep this going and just babble on for a while. but We absolutely could. We 100% could. I, I could like even bring up. Should be done in this voice. We might do that. I could bring up the fact that news has just broke that Nick Khan has confirmed that WWE has fielded calls from companies interested in buying the WWE. But they are not currently in active talks. Not until after WrestleMania and they can get all that money from that shit, bitch. Gotta get those ducats. So they can buy lots of sweaty balls. <laughs> Damn it, I was gonna say sweaty balls first. You'll never beat me to the sweaty balls. I go to the sweaty balls right off the bat. I wake up with sweaty balls. I go to sleep with sweaty balls. I have sweaty balls in my mouth at all times. Mm. Nothing like putting some sweaty balls in your mouth. Anyways, we will go ahead and move on to our game. It's our game that we play. Oh, this is full of games, I guess, this show. But the, the game we play is pick or pass. Normally, when we have three people, it's a little little kind of crazier. But with just two people, it's a little fun. I'm going to uh, say this is going to be a women's edition of pick or pass. That sounds fun. It does sound lots of fun. The rules of pick or pass are simple. We're going to start off with two wrestlers. Um, I'm going to name him. He's going to pick which one he keeps and which one he passes back to me. Then he adds one. So there are two wrestlers at all time. And we're going to go back and forth until one person has lost the picker pass. And usually that means we've come to a place where there's someone that neither of us want multiple rounds in a row. Um, so we are going to start off with two wrestlers that were just in the blood and guts match that you booked. We're going to talk with Ruby Soho and Britt Baker. Pick or pass. I'll take Britt Baker for 300. The answer is who you picked over Ruby Soho. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Ruby Soho or Chris Statlander. Oh man, you gotta be mean to me. Um, Chris Tatlander, Ruby Soho, or Ty Conti? Hold on, gotta check my sweaty balls. When I add Ty Conti to the list, the balls get sweatier. <laughs> Ty Conti. She's great with sweaty balls. Allegedly. <laughs> 
She's from Brazil. Lots of shorty balls in Brazil. It, it does get hot down there. <laughs> Ruby Soho or Abaddon? Ruby Soho. Abaddon or Bianca Belair? All right, side note, is anybody else getting a little tired? Like, the EST gimmick only works for so long. The EST gimmick is meant to be a heel gimmick. Maybe that's it's, what it is. It's the cocky, I'm better. It's it's MJF in, in a form. I'm better than you. I am the EST. And and then they, I mean, I get it. The, she's really popular. You make her a face. But face gimmicks can't be bragging about how they're better than other people. Face gimmicks have to by inherent. So, so I'm not the only one who's going, I loved no. it. I loved it. Can you be something different? For a yeah. little bit. That that's where the problem is putting her in a feud with the heel now. What they need to do is have her turn heel on Becky Lynch. Right? Like in the match, cheat to win against Becky Lynch. Yeah. I, I just I'm and not then she can Becky come out and be face. like she can come out and be like, Yeah, Becky doesn't turn face with this. It's not a double turn. Becky's still a heel, but Bianca Belair can come out and say, I told you I was the EST. Strong-est, fast-est, smart-est. Yep. That works. Man, I'm just, I'm about to pick Abaddon over Bianca Belair because I'm bored with Bianca Belair. Not because she's not great, but Abaddon never bores you. She makes you go, what the fuck, a lot. But she never bores you. You're never bored watching Abaddon. So, in a normal voice, because I, my balls will not be sweaty here, um, Abaddon. That's Bianca Belair to you against Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. Bianca Belair or Sasha Banks? Sasha Banks right now or Bianca Belair right now? Both, both right now. Sasha Banks is wrestling right now. She's still a wrestler. She's just out with a minor injury. She'll be back. It's fine. Okay. Then Sasha Banks. Okay. Sasha Bear. Sasha Bear. Not wearing shorty balls and Sasha Bear and Snoop Doggy Dog. You would call them Schwizetti balls. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, sweaty balls and stuff. Um, Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley. Hmm. 
mostly because I can't have Bianca Belair go out like a bitch. Um, at the end, I'm going to choose Bianca Belair here. Uh, so that gives you Rhea Ripley or Jordan Grace. Jordan Grace. Ray Ripley or Ty Conti. Wait, we already said Ty. Anna J. Ray Ripley. Anna J. Or Alexa Bliss. Motherfucker. Alexa Bliss. Anna J. Or Jake Gargill. You son of a bitch. <laughs> and a J. But I don't like it. <laughs> Jake Cargill. Or Rosemary. Is that even really a question? Yeah, I, I I'm not JLB. I'm not gonna sit here and go okay. Jade Gargill. Rosemary or Rebel. Rosemary. Rebel. Or. That might be the down point of the match. This, this <laughs> might be the end here. Rebel. Or. Gigi Dolan. That's tough. That's a lot tougher than I thought it would be. You said it, and I thought I, I leaned in. I was like, "I'm gonna. I'm, this is it. Is it? Is Rebel good enough? Is Gigi Dolan established enough?" These are indeed the questions. Those are the those are the exact two questions. I think Gigi Dolan is enough in the long run. I, I, I she's learning from Mandy Rose, who out of nowhere is showing off a very good promo skill. Um, I don't know that I've seen enough from Rebel learning from one of the best right now to think that, that her ceiling's higher than Gigi Dolan. So I'm going to say, based on the ceiling, Gigi Dolan. Rebel or Jamie Hader? Jamie Hater. Boy, you gotta be a hater to rebel. Well, the thing is, 
I'm not a hater to Rebel. The problem is her current character um, is not a wrestler, even though she has a history as a wrestler. Um, Rebel or... Julia Hart. Who the fuck is Julia Hart? She's the come the girl who comes out with the varsity blonde, who Malachi Black oh. the stuff in her face. Yeah, not enough developed there yet. So I'm gonna go ahead and go with Rebel. That's Julia Hart. Cool. I'm gonna put this bitch to bed. You ready? Julia Hart or Brady Rhodes. It looks like I'm taking Julia Hart. Brandy Rhodes or Nia Jax? Nia Jax is not currently a wrestler. She still is a wrestler, current or not. My wrestling sweaty balls are not sweaty at all for this match. <laughs> Unfortunately, Brandy Rhodes will go down to an injury. I'm taking one Nia Jax. Very interesting. Brandy Rhodes or Stephanie McMahon? Brandy Rhodes. Stephanie McMahon or Dixie Carter? Did you see Dixon Cider? That flavor of sweaty ball is fantastic. It is, but I did indeed say Dixie Carter. Dixie Carter, okay. Brandon, Stephanie McMahon or Dixie Carter? I'm going to choose the woman who created women. Stephanie McMahon. Dixie Carter or Sable. Don't make Brock kill you. Yeah, the unfortunate thing is you do have to say Sable in this situation. Because Dixie Carter is not a trained wrestler in any way, and Sable is slightly trained. Somewhat trained. So, sort of trained. She's had a class or two. Or, or one. Half class. It was a seminar on the phone. Uh, <laughs> Dixie Carter or Stacy Keebler? Stacy Keebler. Dixie Carter or Miss Elizabeth. Miss Elizabeth. Dixie Carter or Santina Morella? I am the uh, member of the podcast with conservative values. 
I'm going to go against those conservative values and choose Santina Morella. <laughs> so for our, for our last one, Dixie Carter or the girl that sings Girls Just Want to Have Fun, Cindy Lauper. That's going to be Cindy Lauper. <laughs> so that is it. The odd woman out is Dixie Carter. It deteriorated. Game deteriorated, but it was still fun. So that is going to bring us to the end of the Fantasy Booking Institute. We would like to thank anyone who joined us on the live stream, anyone who is watching this on replay, or even just listening to this on the podcast version. You can find all the places to watch, listen to this, uh, all the places to support us, and links in the doobly-doos. But the easiest ways to support us is to follow us on social media. You can follow me on pretty much any of them at Raw and Order WBU. That's the username on Twitch, Twitter, uh, Instagram, TikTok. Only place you have to put something else in is Facebook. It's at Pissant Podcast, just like you see on the hat there. Um, but yeah, you can follow me in all of those places. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you consume it at. It's a great way to support us. And sharing it is the best way to support us because it gets us out there to other people. Uh, you can follow DA Fabe at... Yep. Um, on Twitter. And on, Twitter, on Twitter, Twitter, and Twitter only. Um, mm -hmm. That's 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 all I got. Um, sorry, Dixie. Boy, our Dixie wrecked. <laughs> but I'm Ching. But on that note, we are going to go ahead and close the book on the Fantasy Booking Institute. <laughs> Dixie wrecked. <laughs> we would like to thank you all for listening. We will see you soon. You get it?